coming up on TMS. What was the name of the ship in Star Trek Enterprise? USS Nistmaru? Chicken nope. Popper Jr. Two Wongs make a right. You can't handle the tooth. The floor is now your mouth. You can't go Wong with Benedict. Now you're playing with dog power. Butt slapping tooth man. Chipotle's ship? <laughs> Delayed gratification. Patrick Romulan Warburden. Poor poking in the bu- porking Ugh. poking in the bum with your fr- thumbs with Randy and more on this episode of the Morning Stream. You also need just enough outside fat to hold the shape of the beef and keep it from drying out while it's being aged, stored, and cooked. We've got to find a way to stop these space children, and I think I just figured out how to do it. The Morning Stream. I'm the captain now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for December 29th, 2021. A little earlier than usual. About an hour earlier than we usually do. But it's okay. That only affects these people in the chat room. It's nice to see them, of course. And then, you know, you people at home, you don't know the difference. Why am I? You don't know you? the difference because we sound maybe a little less, uh, a little tired, a little less uh, spring in our step. I yeah. have a little less coffee than I usually do by this time of day. Oh uh, yeah, a little less lively. I certainly feel that way. I'm not. I'm not yeah. super uh, jazzed here. Plus, I was telling the chat earlier. I uh, we had the two year old all night. Uh, he stayed over last night. Long story. Won't get into it, but. Uh, always good to have him over, and um, he sleeps on a mattress in our room when he's here. Uh-huh. Uh, we have his own little mattress set up, and he sleeps like a rock from like 8.30 p.m. up until like whenever you decide to get him up the next morning, 8 a.m., 7.30, whatever. Uh-huh. He sleeps so soundly and so quietly and so immediately. He doesn't fuss. He doesn't get upset. doesn't get mad. He knows it's bedtime. He gets in, cuddles up, and goes to sleep, but he's just really reliable that way but it should make me go like oh i'm gonna have a great night's sleep tonight because the boy's fine there he is over there fine yeah. nope yeah. i i can't sleep all night because he's so quiet <laughs> i'm worried he's not okay you know what i mean so yeah you remember yeah. the early days of tristan i assume totally. all parents go That's- through this where they're like are they okay are they breathing are they oh that is a hundred percent new parenthood it's like oh my god he's gonna die in his sleep i'm not gonna know <laughs> Yeah, like all the Sid stories come to your head, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to be one of those people." And and in this case, you know, now it's my daughter's kid, and I don't, I, mean, I can't, I can't have that on my hands, and yeah. you know, just freaking out. But no, he's fine. He's just snoozing away like it's nothing. I don't know what my problem is, and he's a happy clam this morning. Anyway, uh, th- so we're here. We are. We're here. Uh, I got to tell you a very fast story about yeah. my dental visit uh, yesterday. So um, I had to go in to get that crown put back on. And by that, I mean they literally take the crown that popped off and put it back on. They re-cement it. Sure. And then, you know, hope for the best. Existing crown, yes. Yeah, because it's in good shape. I've only had it since 2018 or something, and uh, the new one anyway. And so it was like no big deal. Uh, I go in there. They look at it. I go, yeah, it looks like you, uh, you know, we just got that tooth's weird because it's kind of flat and not a lot to grip onto. So it has a tendency to, to be a problem tooth. And it's either pull the tooth out entirely or keep doing this dance with the damn crown. So I'm like, sure. whatever, I'll keep doing the dance. It's only 75 bucks. They're not going to charge me the full oh, hoo-ha. Good. So cheap, cheapish uh, trip to the dentist. People in other countries are like, what? You pay for the dentist? I know. I know. 
Okay. <laughs> we have weird priorities here. We understand. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, Guns so it, are free, but we have to pay for the dentist. Yeah, pay for the dentist, uh, free MK15 or whatever the hell a gun's called. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I'm in there. And don't send me your emails. I know guns aren't free. I know you have to pay yeah, for Yeah, exactly. I love that you'll get the emails and I won't. Ah. Yeah, yeah, just keep them to yourself. I get it. Uh, so anyways, we're in there. Everything's being set up. Very nice girl doing the assisting. The regular dentist guy. Good good guy. We always fist bump and talk, and he's got some story to tell me. Always a fine. He's great. Love that. Sure. They're great. I sit down, and before all this happens, he says, uh, can you show me the tooth? He says to the girl. She goes, sure. She turns around to grab it. And in her haste, flicks the tooth off the uh, little table thing there. And it goes clattering across the floor like 40 feet. Just. (laughs) And I went, ah, and he goes, oh, no. And everybody's like a little bit freaked out because if, you know, it's not going to break. It's stronger than something that would break. But but still, it's on the floor now. The floor isn't your favorite place to have anything that's going to be in your mouth. You don't want that there. If this was a a movie comedy, then, you know, whenever they try to pick it up, it would get kicked by a foot and it would go like skeeter under another thing. And somebody would have brought their dog in the lobby and the dog would get off its leash and run through and like knock the tooth around. Yeah. Somehow, uh, uh, who who would be in this movie? Um, This would be Uh, John Goodman. (laughs) He'd be the dentist. Trying to uh, control things. Yeah. If it was the 80s, it'd be Charles Grodin. This would be one of those Beethoven <laughs> right. movies. Yeah. Yes, right. Exactly. So anyway, this thing clatters across the floor and he goes, oh, um, and he says it in the most professional way possible. He goes, oh, uh, yeah, if you could take that in the uh, sterilization room, that'd be great. Get that sterilized. Uh, get that yeah. taken care of. And I'm like, They're running it under the sink. They're running under the tap water in the sink. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, but then he, he claims they have some sonic whatever. Who knows? Yeah. She uh-huh. goes away for a minute. I hear a little sound, and that made me feel better. She came in. They put it in. He goes, all right, that's the strongest it's ever going to be, which they say every time they do this. They always say these words. Well, that's as strong as it'll ever be, which, t- <laughs> which tells me that it may not be as strong as he's like giving himself an out. to be. Yeah. He's like, no, don't yes. eat any. He don't right. eat any gummy right. bears. Don't eat any, uh, you know, Swedish fish or any of that shit. And I said, all right, I'm good. I don't eat that stuff now anyway. And he says, okay, well, we're good. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Slap me on the butt. Got out of there. Uh, Seventy five bucks poorer, and it doesn't hurt. Oh, Everything's man. good. It's all in there. You know, they didn't even have to numb me. They blew some cold air on my raw socket, though. Ooh, ooh, Brian, do you want a little did, cold? Do you want some what? Some cold air on your raw socket. You want some of that? Oh, oh, God, no! That is like that. That hurts just thinking about it. It did it hurt real bad, but it was brief, and uh, everything's fine now. Hey, uh, did, how was beer trivia or whatever the hell it was you did last night? You did something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did trivia last night, but this is actually a story I forgot to tell on Monday. Oh, so. Right. Um, yeah, last week, last Thursday, T and I went to a trivia thing called Pub Poll. And it's different than regular trivia because instead of answering questions, uh, by the way, while I'm telling the story, log into uh, Feud. Um, instead of asking uh, trivia questions, they give give you poll results and you have to predict the top most popular answers. So instead of it being like, you know, who signed the Magna Carta, blah, 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 it's um, name the three most popular uh, Bon Jovi songs in a poll. You okay, know, like what what would most people say are the three most popular Bon Jovi songs? Things sure. like that. Right. Um, I think we're getting a little bit of lag again. Oh, we're lagging. Try a different. Uh, 
Oh, oh, you know, it's a switcheroo, little, little switcheroo, you're saying? Is that what you're saying? A little, little bit, maybe. Let's it's just for a really quick test. Let's try it out. Let's yeah. go to the eastern maybe coast. Maybe fun. Okay, now we're on the east coast of the United States. Mm, let's see what that does. Mm, maybe that'll work. Mm. faster because I can see your, your face moving with the words you're making. You know, and if I was a jerk, I'd do like some some kung fu yeah. movies and make it seem like I'm... <laughs> right, uh, you do the Michael Winslow Police yeah. Academy thing. I know, yes. <laughs> I will try not All to right, do that. So, All right. So anyway, keep going. Our final question was, uh, here are five five kinds of beer, or five brands, and um, the uh, pick four of them, the top four, and put them in order as to the most ordered beer in the United States, in bars across the United States, right? So they give us um, Coors, Corona, Budweiser, and Miller, okay. and then A&W Root Beer, oh. which we immediately threw out. We're like, come on now. Yeah, that's just in there to throw you off, right? Exactly. So, uh, so we're like, all right, well, let's do, uh, Budweiser. Um, we knew three was Coors because of a a bonus question that we got right. So we got a, we got a free answer. So we're like, all right, let's do Budweiser. I don't think, um, uh, Miller's popular, popular enough. So let's do Budweiser, Corona, Coors, Miller. Okay. Uh, answers come out and it is Budweiser, Miller, Coors Corona, just like Burgess Diesel has it in the chat room. Okay, nice. Well done, Burgess Diesel. So we got it wrong. Yeah. We got it wrong. So uh, we are like, oh, well, you know, played, had fun, blah, blah, blah. Sunday night, Chris Brown is having a, a party for his daughter who is getting married today. Oh, so congratulations kind of to Chris Not everybody Brown. can come to the reception. Yeah, if he's here, yeah. Yeah, he listens to the show, I know, so big grats. That's awesome. He does, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, um, and it's an open bar. Well, it's, an, it's not necessarily an open bar. We're paying, but it's, it's a very generously pouring bar. And Tina goes up and gets a uh, uh, rum and Coke. I get a gin and tonic, and we're sitting there chatting with the bartender. And Tina's already like four or five sips into a rum and Coke. And uh, somebody comes up to the bar and says, oh, let me get a, a Coors Banquet. And the bartender gives them a Coors Banquet. And Tina, Tina all of a sudden, like, the, the rum and Coke has settled in. And she goes, you know what the four most popular beers are in the United States? <laughs> okay. She turned, into, she turned into drunk Cliff Clavin. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I like that. She's I, so, proud of her, so proud of her new beer knowledge. I, I would take uh, her on an episode of Cheers. That'd be fine. Get her on there. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great absolutely. idea. Absolutely. Well, uh, well done, Tina. You know things now that you didn't know before, and uh, that means we can move forward <laughs> with our lives. Hey, uh, what if we played a little uh, Tad Pooley feud? What if that happened? How would that feel? Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. See if things clear up on this damn laggy network. Yeah, what thing. the heck, man? Just because we start early? What's going on, world? Um, <sighs> all right, Dunaway being added. Here we go. I think he's already in the chat. I don't know. I haven't seen him. Well, he's uh, in he the, is. He's already in the game. Oh, he's in the feud. Yeah, he's in there. That's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're doing that. Uh, 801-471-0462 is the number to call, everybody. If you want to be involved in today's Tadpooly feud, you'll be teaming with one of us, depending on how a question goes. So get in and get in now. It's time for us to play the Tadpooly feud with our good pal, Brian Dunaway, who is also in here a little early today. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, pal. Hi, pal. Brian. Yeah. Hello. It's good to see you. How the heck are you? How are you feeling? 
I'm doing pretty good, man. It's a, it's a Wednesday, and uh, I, I'm on my day, what, five or six away from work, so you can't argue with that. No. Yeah, but don't, look, think of it this way. Monday, you get to do the brand new Play Retro show, which happens at right. 3.30, and the whole world changes that day. It's going to be great. Look I'm to that. sorry. I said I was off work. What I meant to say was I'm not going to my day job this week. Oh, yeah. Screw those guys. You know I'm guys. always doing something. Yeah, F those Pecker, pecker Woods is what I say. Hey, that's my, that's my weekly paycheck. Let's not do that. Come no, on, man. Not, yeah, let's not F them. Until, until you guys properly support you know support me on Patreon so I can quit my job. That's right. I have to kiss ass. That's right. We're gonna, we're gonna Our Play Retro show <laughs> is going to go full Patreon, and uh, when it does, boy, howdy. Yes. Let's change the life of Brian Dunaway. Uh, oh, my God. If you guys could change my life, I'd be, I'd be stoked. I'd kiss y'all's feet every day. Ooh, mm, boy, I didn't know you had a foot thing. That's fantastic. <laughs> you want you want uh, you want feet level Patreon? Oh man, you're crusty too. I'm gonna, I'm moving this to the Uh-oh. American South. Hold on a second. There we go. Let's see Uh-oh. if that helps. No, it's good. We uh, all all kinds of weird slowdown today. I don't know if it's an AWS thing or if it's a Brian thing or if it's a Discord no, thing. I don't, I don't know, know if you I've, I've good, been talking Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's good that it's not just happening to me. Like it makes me right. feel better like it's not just <laughs> My connection here. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Hey, 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 Scooch. Yeah, that's While me. you're looking, I've already, I've already helped one person this morning at OBS. Uh, have you checked your advanced settings in OBS under settings yeah. and looked at your dynamic change bit rate to manage congestion beta and also enable network optimization? Yes, I've done all that. Those are all things I've done. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the question because that could also cause uh, some delays yeah. if uh, there is network congestion. Well, there shouldn't be. I mean, well, I don't know. Like, am I having, I've got pure, I mean, I've got, Toss up. I've it's got toss up. super fast up and down here, so I don't know what's I don't know yeah. what's up. I don't Me too. Bad. I've got I've got a gig. I got a gig down and uh, what twenty five meg up. So I mean, yeah, and you sound great right now. Like we switched Word. to the southern servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a feeling this may be a an infrastructure deal happening nationwide. Uh, well, all right, we're going to play a game. This is really going to happen. And uh, some people have already tried to call, but I didn't answer it yet because we were working on this. Uh, so if you want to call in 801-471-0462, you're going to want to do that uh, because if you don't, then mm-hmm. how are you going to win? Uh, that's uh, how you do it here. For some reason, though, hold on. Uh, is Google having trouble? Hold on. What's going on here? Um, Maybe there are... Nope, we got one. Here we go. All right, we have a listener on. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Nismaru from the Tadpole. Hello, Nismaru. Nice to have you here. Nismaru. Yeah, Thanks. always, nice always good to hear from you. Uh, a, a, a familiar name in the text or in the uh, chat world room. <laughs> chat world room. Yay! I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's early. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Brian Ibbett here is going to explain your role today and what you might win if things swing your direction. That's right. Uh, hopefully there's not too much lag between your setup for me. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. I'm going to be playing remotely from Cobble, apparently. Ooh. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, Nistamaru, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you will get a prize package. That includes Katana Zero and 112 Operator. Uh, via Steam. Nice. Those are uh let's see, Katana Zero. What is Oh, that's I a great Katana game. Zero. That's a great that's a great game. I didn't recognize the other one though. Yeah, the other game? one I don't know. One twelve operator. I don't know what that is. I don't know yeah. what it is. That K- sounds cool. Katana though. Zero is an is a really rad uh action side scrolling animated thing. It's very cool that game. Oh. Yeah. 
112 operator operator is a uh, game where you manage emergency services on a global scale. Dispatch units take calls and face situations caused by weather, traffic, or changing seasons. Help the city survive escalating. That's right. You're the world police. Exactly. (laughs) I believe in you, Nismaru. It's also on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. You can save save the world and... Uh, have a little ninja man if you win that game Why as well. Why call it America? Come on, yeah, man. it's America, damn it. Uh, well, awesome. That sounds great. Uh, well, tell us more about the topic and everything. <laughs> yes, yeah, all right. Let's give you guys a topic. Oh, I'm so excited to see. How I, I, I love that. I say uh, and, asked, and then uh, Ibit laughs about it five minutes later. Also, I just cut him off. I apologize, Ibit, because you are lagging. That's mine. all right. <laughs> it is going to happen. This is going to be. Uh, so much fun. All right. Uh, we asked 580 tadpoolers to give their best response to this. 87 of you bastards passed. I don't know why you passed because this is a really easy question. Uh, put your hands on your buzzers and name a Star Trek space vessel that is not the Enterprise. Ooh. Damn it. Mine was slow. Brian. Uh, oh, my God. Oh my god! My head just went blank because I, I was like, "Oh my god!" Just there's probably so much lag that I'll, I'll have time oh, to three think seconds. Yeah, uh, it's oh my god! The the nemesis, the 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 thing, the nemesis. I don't. Now I'm just thinking of movies. <laughs> Say the nemesis. That's his answer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that I would get it All first. Right. It threw me off. <laughs> uh, well, Scott, you get a chance to steal. I'll say uh, Voyager. It's the Voyager. Oh, of course. Voyager. Yeah. Show me Voyager. Yeah, Number baby. two. Very good. And okay. Scott is going to have control of the board. And you're also going to have control of Nistamaru. Uh, more like he'll have control of me. And I don't have a problem with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, Nistamaru, you big Trek fan? How, how do you feel about Trek? I enjoy my Star Treks. Absolutely. Oh, good. Yes. good. You're perfect for this then. Um, good. So my, my gut tells me we should stay in the popular names. And I'm trying to think like... It'd have to be that are not the Enterprise. So I assume it's any of the Enterprises, like no Enterprise E, no Enterprise from Enterprise. Oh, that's a good right. no what inter- the no. would say. No, right? Well, yeah, that's true. The question to the tadpole was, name a Star Trek space vessel that is not the Enterprise. So yeah. my guess is Enterprise A through uh, J. Okay. A through Omicron is not going to be a part of this. <laughs> so, so this Marie, the reason I say that all of this is I feel strong, pretty strongly that if we said Discovery, we would actually do pretty well because it will be a late oh, point yeah, one. Yeah. It'll be low list, and that means higher points. Oh, see, I've been thinking about this all wrong. Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. so I you, agree. You like that? All right, let's do that. Let's do I the like dis- that. let's get the Discovery. All out. right, show me the Discovery. Oh, it's not bad. Fourth, it's not bad. That's act, that's actually good. You're gonna get some Not good points Number for that. Four. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> Pcrum pass was wait, the wait, number wait. two answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way. Oh, is that what they're saying in the chat? Uh, let's go with uh, uh, how, how do you yeah. how do you feel about like the uh, the Excelsior? Excelsior. It's the the one that I, good. it's old. Replies, that's old school, and I think Sulu captained it for a long time in in the lore anyway they never had a movie about it but he appeared in like six star trek six as the captain of the excelsior anyway let's do that one the excelsior brian all right all right show me the excelsior <laughs> oh that's a good point good point i, like how it was like, I can always right, tell by right, the laughs right. like how far back i am <laughs> number, number nine in the uh <laughs> the feud here it does seem to be fluctuating a little which uh may affect this i don't know 
Um, okay. All right. We're on a roll here. Uh, yes. Miss Brew, anything popping in your head? I can't think of any ships now. What about know, right? Defiant? Oh, the Defiant. That is that a we'll God, see. that's the one that's the one I had in my head. No, that's good because space vessel, it doesn't say what class. That's great. Defiant. Right, right, right. We'll say defiant. Okay. All right. Show me the defiant. Number one answer on the board. Wow. Ooh. The wow. defiant is awesome. That's a cool ship. Yeah. It's my favorite in the whole so thing. Space vessel, correct? Yeah. Or or vessel. <laughs> oh. Yeah, or vessel. Could be a Wessel. space vessel. Yeah. Oh, it's any With, vessel. Oh, my God. <laughs> just opened up a whole thing for me. Yeah. So we could yeah, say, we could I, say what, like bird of prey, like Klingon bird of prey. What do you think of that? Dang it. Yeah. You want, if to, do you want to go for it. All right, let's do it. Bird of prey. All right. Burp-er. All right. Burp-er. Klingon bird of prey. Burper. Burper. Number Burp-er. six. Oh, all right. I can deal with six. <laughs> six is good. Um, I think we're going to kill this. Yeah, you're yeah. you're destroying me. You absolutely. <laughs> now that you've I, I just, now that you've kind of figured out the the, uh, the other catch the games. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Dang it! Right. <laughs> now, <laughs> if I know the tadpool, some some dingleberry in the tadpool probably said shuttle shuttles. Yeah. Sh- shuttlecraft, I guess. Take the shuttlecraft. Now they don't have a name usually. They just are part of the ship or whatever. Um. Well, is that dangerous? I don't know. Nismaru, give me your vessel, vote. Right. Well, they, some of them do. The, the Galileo, if I think that's the oh. right name, had a yeah had a name. Oh. That was a shuttlecraft. Right. Yeah, you're right. Was that on the Enterprise or where was that? Oh, I'm not quite sure. Wasn't that the Enterprise ship? Wasn't that the one that Spock been. took? Oh, did Spock take the Gal? Wait, which one in the movie where he dumped oh, the it? red matter into the hole or whatever he did and ruined everything? Yeah, red matter in the hole. That's it. No, killed all of Vulcan. <laughs> Is that what he did? Didn't he end up killing? He wait, he killed Vulcan. Well, the reaction was that whatever he did wasted Vulcan, right? But he did it, and yet if he and hadn't yet he done still it, exist. Come on, time travel. That's not how it works. Well, he was he was just old, right? Because Spock lives for a long. Vulcans live forever. They're ancient. They're like, but elves. he's half human. Yeah. Oh my God! I didn't mean to get off the topic. I'm sorry. I apologize. Right. Let's apologize say. To, it, let's go. <laughs> let's get. He'll hear it in a minute. Don't worry. Um, let's do with. Um, <laughs> I will. Yes. <laughs> Eventually, I'll hear it. <laughs> let's let's say um, just shuttlecraft and just see how it goes. What you do? What you sure. Say. Sure. All right. Uh, show me just kind of your generic run of the mill shuttlecraft. Damn it! Oh. Thirteenth uh, on the list. Four people said just kind of your generic. Run of the mill shuttlecraft tied for right. tied for thirteenth place with a bunch of other ones. Okay, mm, interesting, uh, Brian. That means you get a chance to play this game. Let's see what well, you got. I, yes, and you know what's funny? I I don't remember a lot of the I don't remember a lot of the Federation ships for some reason. I I, I think I just kind of always not that stupid. That stupid. I always liked the the opposition's ships. So I'm going to go with the SS Botany Bay. Botany Bay. Botany Bay. Botany Bay. Botany Bay. Oh shit! He oh, said. Geez. He said. Botany shit. Bay. Yeah. Oh no! I'm in trouble. <laughs> show me. Show me Botany Bay. Ah, I was uh, pulling for you. Number there. eleven on the list was Botany Bay. I really wanted. I really wanted to change the numbers so that Botany Bay could be. Uh, uh, a little bit higher, but afraid not. Botany Bay Aww. just missed the top ten. Yeah, that's where. Uh, that's when you knew you were seeing a movie because that's where Chekhov swore he went shit when he saw it, and then started yeah. to run out of there. It was great. Yeah, and then later on, oh, no. he gets the, the, ear, the he, ear crawler. He may have Sweet. said, "Did he say shit?" 
I don't remember. No, you said shite. Or you no. said damn it, dang, dang, damn it. Botany Bay, Botany Bay. Damn it. Bay. Not Botany Bay, Botany Bay. Not Botany Bay, Botany Bay, but not Botany Bay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Here's a question for you. Is a space station considered a space vessel? Oh. oh you asked sh- all the right questions. Shit. Why could you have been on my team? I think we test it. Let's say Deep Space Nine. Let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going. I agree. All right. Let's do it. Doesn't matter what the, uh, you know, what's real or not. It matters what the tadpole says. Show me yeah. Deep Space yeah. Nine. Yeah. Number 10. Awesome. Okay. And you I dummies out there. 15, I love you guys. 23. That, that does make it mathematically impossible for Brian to win. But uh, maybe <laughs> Brian will get a point at some point during this whole thing. We'll All see. right. If you don't uh, run the board. I just thought of one uh, that reminds me of my aunt. Uh, Connie, who lives in Denver, by the way, my aunt Connie used to drive a Reliant K, and I remember there was a ship or a something <laughs> called the Reliant. So I'm gonna go with the Reliant. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, was that All a right. thing? Is that Show a deal? me the Reliant. Oh, you going? Do you want to check with Miss Maru first? No, you're. Oh, I don't know. But Miss Maru, do you? How do you? Uh, no, what? no. Go you, for it. You good? Okay. Absolutely. I'm trying to psych us out, Ibit. All right, show me the Reliant. Oh, it's in there. Sweet. Excellent. Yep, number five on the list. Uh, it's funny because now I can hear the ding from the game on oh. the delay, so I know almost exactly what the delay is. Oh, oh it's because my headphones are... You're the most were... adaptable creature. That's really that's That's because I put my headphones too close to the mic, I think, and so you can hear it. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I shouldn't do that, but also maybe it's good in this case. Uh, all right, let's... Uh, uh, maybe three answers left on the board. Let's see if you can run the board. We haven't done a lot of villains other than bird of prey for klingons and i'm trying to think if there's any others in star trek lore where we're just missing the that jim hadar oh yeah the jim hadar had cool they ships had their, um, their, their battleships whatever they were called i can't think of what they are so yeah ships. yeah those were cool um what were those called i guess i guess we'd probably get away with jim hadar ships let's say that jim hadar okay Ryan. all right show me the Show me the Jemadar ships. Jemadar. Whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Jemadar. 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 Uh, waiting. I've pressed the button. That's on a delay. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh my God. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. There we go. I think this wow. must, it's got to be on Brian's end, this lag. It must be. Because that was also It's got to be. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I and, I'm, and I'm connected directly. Like, this is a wired connection right to yeah. my router. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's... CenturyLink is just effing with us. Oh, I hate CenturyLink. Oh. I'm so glad I'm off those turds. Yeah, they're not great. Uh, I wish we could. Job, wish so. we could. There's just no other options here where we're yeah. at. Yeah, I hate that for you. Yeah. I understand that. I do. Hey, all right, Brian. Hey. You get some yeah. more chances. Yeah, what do you got? I'm yeah, gonna bro. go. I'm gonna go with Veger. <laughs> That's oh, right, yes. Veger. If you scrape the rest of it off, Vigor. you'll big reveal Voyager. Right? Is that what it was? I think Veger. <laughs> was it pronounced Veger? Vigor, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it kept saying, Vigor. well, it's according yeah. to who you're talking to. Chekhov was like, Vizier. Oh, yeah. right. oh, really? Well, okay. Chekhov, All right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. He may have. Who knows? I think it was in that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, show me the V apostrophe Jer. 
No, come on, tadpool. Oh, Number tied for uh, tied for twenty third in the list. I just I just thought of something, and I can't believe how dumb we are. Uh, why, why not the yep, the, the Borg cube? Go for it. Ah, that yes, was my that next was one. one. Okay, good. The Borg, one of the Borg cubes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Why? why I just I'm just like gonna cut you off. I'm gonna interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Duh. What are we thinking? Duh. Borg cubes. Yeah. Borg cube number three. Um. Okay, so then, oh geez, two more options here. Uh, oh, oh, uh, what? I remember. You, it's not your turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna fail anyway, so I still get more tries. So there. Hold on a second. Ah, Miss Maruini, uh, what's jumping in your head? Anything? Uh, nothing. I think I'm out. I might be I out too. Um, uh, okay. Uh, let's say. What do the Romulans do? Warbirds? What do the Romulans do? <laughs> I think you're not wrong, but yes, I think they do warbirds. So I'm going to say a Romulan warbird, whatever that is. I'm Romulan ship. Right. Okay, Romulan warbird. Oh, it's on there. Yeah, nice. because didn't Spock yes. originally blew up a uh, uh, Romulus, and then they then then to correct things, he blew up a. Uh, Vulcan, right? Didn't well, that what happened? He didn't do it, but the if I remember right, he, he Eric didn't, he didn't arrive in time. Well, Eric Bana did it. Uh right. I don't remember what no, he played. No, no. Spock didn't arrive in time. He was Eric Bana was trying to he was he was pissed. Well, yeah, because because Spock killed uh Romulus, so I think Eric Bana was gonna get revenge by killing all of Vulcan, right? Yes, but Spock could have saved Vulcan. I don't remember Eric Bana's character at all. Was oh, it my turn? <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. No, no, it's not. You got the Romulan Warbird. Oh yeah, we yeah, did. We more. got it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Got one last, one last answer on the board. Let's see if you guys can clean up the, clean it up. Uh, hey, Nis Maru, how would you feel about Spock's sunglasses case that they buried him in in Ooh. the part two where they shot him into space? <laughs> I'm in the Genesis. Sure, it's, it's, an, it's an answer. Yeah, why not? Right. A Spock's burial uh, ship uh, thing. Shuttle. I like briefcase. Sure. <laughs> Boy, you you couldn't get you couldn't you just couldn't wait to buzz that one. Could you? I really couldn't. I I'm right. trying to do it early because I don't know how much of a right. delay there is for when they give the answer to buzz early and buzz often yeah. is ibits. That's right. All right, I'm gonna yeah, go. No, with... I don't think anybody even nobody actually even in the. Uh, oh no, somebody said Spock. So I think that's what they meant mm. was the Spock yeah, vessel. Yeah. That's probably yeah, what they a, meant. It was yeah. a Spock bullet. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looked like yeah. a sunglass. It looked like a pair of Ray Bans in its case. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. good. Flying yeah. through, totally through space. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Dunaway, you got one last chance to impress us here. I've got I've got one more. Oh. The whale ship. <laughs> that oh. comes to Earth. <laughs> the big uh the big flat the big chocolate bar in space. Yeah, the one that was coming to check in on his uh yeah. alien babies. It's like, hey Earth, we left our babies here. How are they doing? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> All right, show me the big uh, Hershey bar in the sky. Oh, Damn. that's too bad. All right, well, what we what do we uh, miss there on seven? The one you missed, uh, I, I always thought was a delicious snack food. Apparently, it's also a, a space vessel. Cerritos. Oh, so, what? I don't know what that is. What is that? Cerritos. The USS oh, Cerritos. Is that, Cerritos. Okay. Is that what's his? Oh, is that, that uh, is that is that Chipotle's? Chipotle. Uh, <laughs> Chipotle's right. ship, is that right? That's not even the right it? way to say Chipotle. Oh, it's the one on Lower Decks. <laughs> of course it is, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. Lower Decks The animated, yet. Uh, 
Okay. Oh, you've got to see it. It's good. Although I haven't yeah, seen it. It's canceled now, right? It's yeah. Is it? Lower Decks? No. Is it? Is it, is it, is I it thought they going? just finished their second season. Oh, okay. I may be wrong. Let's see. Lower I, I, Decks. I'm probably wrong. Oh, yeah. It's not canceled. It's still going. Okay. St- still going. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. To freak yeah, it's got uh, Tawny Newsome, Jack Quaid, and Noel <laughs> Wells in it. They're pretty good. They're all right. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, so, okay, who? El- what else did they put in there that would be interesting? Anything else? Yeah, like- so some of the other answers that uh, people gave that didn't make the cut, uh, obviously, about Nibay. Uh, Kobayashi Maru, was that ever, like, in one of the one of the versions that- of Trek, was that a ship? That wasn't a ship. No, that, that was, was a test. That was a test. Yeah, it was a test. There was no ship called I mean, Kobayashi. I guess you were on the Kobayashi Maru. I, I don't the, know. The ship was the, when you did the it test, the I can't remember. It may have been. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, oh, no, it's a, it was a ship. Const- Everybody's saying it was a ship. It was just All a right. spot. It was construct, a ship in though. the test. Yeah. yeah. But they always said, did you pass the Kobayashi Maru? So it stood, it, it also stood for the test that had to do with that ship. Right. right. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Galileo, the intrepid, the Phoenix, uh, the stargazer, oh. the vengeance, oh. the Excalibur. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Uh, Narada, Titan, yeah, Delta Flyer, I think, is one of the shuttles, maybe. Okay. Uh, the Jellyfish, <laughs> uh, Prometheus, that one? <laughs> the Runabout. Some of these, some of these, I just took, but multiple people said it, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take all it. Right. Um, uh, Adelphi, Constellation, Endeavor, um, Endeavor. Let's see. Did anyone we say had a this? bunch of jokey one, jokey Did, answers. Millennium Falcon. Nice, uh, nice. That's hilarious. Oh, the Orville. Did anyone say the saucer yeah. section, or did that ever get any? Oh, love? that's brilliant. Yeah. No, because that still would be the Enterprise. It's just Enterprise. the Enterprise's saucer section. Yeah, yeah, but it's a tadpole. Yeah, it's a tadpole. You got to go with the tadpole. What was the name it's of the one that that exactly. was in the Enterprise? What was the What was the first one? What was that one called? That. Oh, did they Scott have Macula. a? That was the Enterprise. Was that was that Enterprise too? Okay, <laughs> yeah, Enterprise. Yeah, that was Enterprise A. Yeah. Okay. I thought <laughs> they did like a. I thought they did a pre-flight. Thing. Wasn't there a ship on some television show called Enterprise? Yeah, was it? What was the name of the ship on Enterprise? That's amazing. But there was one before then that was like the did his I get all confused. The Discovery. Like the Discovery. Dad Actually, flew, it, was the, it was the was Dad flew one and they the, died. Uh, no, I'm thinking of. Captain Kirk, I don't remember now. No, yeah. It's all just a blur. Yeah, it's a blur. There's a lot there. There's a lot to take in. So don't yeah, feel there's bad. There's a lot, lot to work with. Fertile ground. Fertile ground. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's great news because it means this. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Our good pal Nismaru walks away a winner and gets these codes because we knew more Star Trek cool stuff than Brian Dunaway did. And that means uh, you just have to send an email to Brian Ibbett over there at coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your codes. Nismaru, how do you feel about your big win? Oh, ecstatic. Thank you so much for letting me play, guys. Always good to have you on, man. Take it easy, and we'll see you next time. Nisbaru sounds like a Star Trek ship. It does a little bit, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Get on the Nisbaru. Yeah, the Nisbaru. The Nisbaru yeah. does sound like a ship. That's a great name for a ship. The Nisbaru. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. 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 Captain, the Nisbaru is hailing us. Oh, that's great. I love that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, congratulations to him and to us for just having a load of fun, even though there was lag. Who cares, man? We're still having fun. Uh, hey, Dunaway there, uh, you, you, uh, anything going on for you? I guess we, we've talked to death about uh, retro or play retro, but that's coming soon. So it'll be here in a week, less than yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah, maybe the only tune in on Wednesdays, and you haven't heard we're doing a new podcast, me and Scott, on uh, on Monday at 3.30 Mountain, 5.30 Eastern, called Play Retro. We talk about retro games, but I've been playing retro games all week. And I'm yep. going to continue to do that today. Going to probably still do it in the Emu VR. 
Mm-hmm. Gonna play some more joust. I'm almost, uh, I'm almost proficient enough to make that's it. So to, cool! Yeah. Yes, come on. It's really stage cool. uh, level five or stage five in joust. I'm trying joust? to get to that yeah. one. I'm trying to get the lava hands to come grab me, but I haven't. In my haven't in my teen yet. years, I was well past that and was very good at joust. These days, and I have an actual joust machine in the basement. Uh, oh, do I'm, you now? I'm not great at now. Uh, it, my my instincts are not what they mm-hmm. used to be. Uh, I'm gonna real quick pl- just give you a taste uh, of the, uh, the the title sequence for the new show, just to give people a little tease here. Okay, Ooh. so here it is. Anyway, it's got a very cool vibe. Got a really cool jam wow. going. Yeah, it's I'm uh, dancing already. Yeah, people are gonna like it. It's real good. Who anyway, put that together for you. That's awesome. I did that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't make oh. the music. I found some. I found somebody who was willing to give me some copyright free stuff of their of their of their stuff to yeah. make it. But I, I did a little arranging at the top and some stuff. And anyway. Didn't, did some real tweaking there. Very Scott cool. Johnson. The goal there was to say, hey, a little bit of retro, a little bit of modern. Let's mix it all up. Let's have a sound new and interesting. It's uh, it's cool. I'm, I'm proud of it. A little bit anyway, of rock and roll. That'll be next Monday, 3.30 Mountain Time for the live show. And, of course, uh, the podcast feed can be subscribed to now so you can get in early over at frogpants.com slash play retro. Uh, Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic uh, week. Have a great new year, by the way, and we'll see you next week. It's only a few days away before the new year, and uh, we look forward to seeing you then. Suck it, brother. Suck no it. No, you. Okay. Uh, oh, we lost Brian's video. I think you did that on purpose. That's fine. Uh, you, me... you lost my video. I turned. Yeah, I, I turned off my video to see if that would help things. It seems like you're less laggy. How are you now? Let's do a three, two, okay. one, fert just for the live people here. Here we go. Three, two, okay. one. Sure. No, oh, it's still long, but that's okay. We're, we're, we do our best. We make it. We Ooh. make it the best we can, and we do what we can. <laughs> All good. No worries. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, get Randy in here. Oh no, we're gonna take it. No, we're not taking a break. We're gonna go straight to Randy. That's what we're doing uh, because we're short Correct. today. Yep. Um, <laughs> Got to keep in mind how this is working. Okay, so <clears throat> Randy Deluxe joining us. We're gonna get. Sorry. Where is it? There it is. We're going to get our, uh, our, our recommendals on, uh, and uh, this should be fun. It might be slightly faster than we usually are recommendals. We'll see, because we want to make sure you get out on yeah. time. Uh, so here we go. Hey, you guys. Welcome uh, with us. Oh, that was a sound. Uh, join us in welcoming Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe, to the show. Hi, Randy. How are you? Good morning, morning stream. That was me turning off a space heater because I am snowed in. Oh. I've been snowed in for five days. I've literally not been outside the house in five since, since Christmas Eve. Are you stuck there? Are you stuck? You're not are you... surrounded by snow. I'm well, looking out the window at big stacks of snow. It's fantastic. Good yeah. morning. How are you doing? Yeah, we're doing great, but the coffee seems to be rolling. You've got lots of coffee. Yes, yeah. yes. We okay. have plenty of coffee. We're not going to run out of coffee for a few more days yet, so it's okay. good. We're good. That's fantastic. Let me ask you this. Are you uh, stuck there? Can... Something something wrong with the uh, lag on the stream because, uh, you know, well, there's a pause, and then I hear Randy just talking really, <laughs> really fast because uh, like the lag is trying to catch up. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, all wow. it is. Okay. It's just trying to catch up. Yeah. That's what Thank you, is. Brian. But Scott and I sound fine to me, so I'm just going to keep going. It is, <laughs> it is 20, baby, man. Are you stuck? Are you stuck there, or are you going to get home? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, we, I don't know yet. We'll find out in a couple days. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> that's freaky. All right. 
Well, it's, I, it's, but we've been having a great time watching streaming stuff. Like, seriously, I've spent the last few days just sitting in front of the TV with my coffee, watching streaming stuff. And yeah. it occurred to me that we're on our last recommendal of the year. Yeah. And I want to recommend something today that has been talked about so much this year, but somehow no one has done it as a recommendal. So go. Yeah, go. no, this Hit is me. great. We're going to get straight into it. Uh, Brian, let's start with you. We always do. You got a couple of items here on the list and uh, you want to set up anything? I for do. We'll go quick. One? First one is a mini series. It's a mini series based on a podcast based on a true story. All right, here we go. I feel bad. I feel like this is a waste of your time. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to go. Well, look, hey, you're here? Might as well stay. Just to keep Phyllis quiet, right? True. <laughs> so fine. Have a seat. Relax. It's okay. We can just shoot the breeze. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there any particular breeze you'd like to shoot? Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, all right. Well, why don't you tell me about yourself? Uh, well, not much to say. You know, born in New York, live in New York, great job, great life. You know, nothing to say. You really don't want to be here, do you? Well, you know what? I think you're right. It's a beautiful day out. Why don't we take a walk? A walk? Yeah together sure i have no idea i sounds like i thought i heard uh, uh saul in there um uh bob odenkirk you're hearing uh you're hearing will farrell and paul rudd playing a couple of jewish guys uh, marty markowitz and ike hirschkoff um that's uh the shrink next door this is a mini series that's based on a podcast which is based on a true story and the watching this and learning that this is a true story is infuriating to no end. Um, it's really, really good. But it's basically about this guy. Will Ferrell plays this guy, Marty, who's kind of like every Will Ferrell character, like from Stranger Than Fiction and Everything Must Go, where he's kind of uh, kind of gets walked on. He's a little bit of a lightweight, that sort of thing. And um, uh, he goes and sees this shrink from a recommendation from his sister, who is Agatha all along. And, uh, the, the shrink starts to slowly take advantage of him and, uh, and, and more and more like kind of encroaches on his life and has him cut people out of his life and, and really takes, takes over in a very, very manipulative way. Is this, um, a, is this like a mystery slash thriller or is this just a straight drama? It is a straight drama. There's, there's very little mystery you know what's going on the entire time and and you just you're uh waiting for uh Will Farrell's character to figure it out. And this, like I said, is based on the true story of a psychiatrist, Isaac Hirschkoff, who was determined in this year by New York's Department of Health to have violated minimal acceptable standards of care in the psycho <laughs> the psychotherapeutic relationship. So he is uh he's been disbarred. Um and you kind of get that nice resolution. But, uh, um, you know, it's, an, it's not really a spoiler alert to say, to say that that happens because uh, it's really more the journey of this story. And watching these two guys who you know 
the actors just love each other and want to do stuff together, but it's like uh, playing these characters. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what and you who? put on my screen instead of me, uh, Scott. But boy, is it killing the tadpole? Yeah, I'm gonna fix it. I had some, I had a glitch going, but we're good. One, one more question: Who is the standout performance yeah. in this one? Um, Paul Rudd, really surprising because Paul Rudd also is another one of those guys who always tends to play the same character, always the super likable, uh, affable, you know, friendly guy that you just want to hang out with. Um, his ability to, to compartmentalize and, and direct that niceness just towards Will Ferrell's character, but then kind of have this, this uh, megalomaniac side to him outside of it uh, is amazing. It is like a, it is a breakthrough performance for Paul Rudd. I mentioned um, uh, Catherine Hahn, Agatha, all along. Casey Wilson plays uh, Paul Rudd's wife. Uh, she's on that. Uh, uh, she was on Saturday Night Live for a while, and she had a, she was on a sitcom that was really good that I can't remember the name of. But oh, um, I can't either. I know who uh, you mean though. Yeah, yeah, but this this is great. It's on uh, Apple TV Plus. Like I said, it's based on a podcast, um, which I kind of want to listen to now and just see how much of that comes through. But um, but this is great. Eight episodes, about a half an hour each. So okay, shorter uh, you than could, usual. You could get through this in an evening. So um, uh, the only other question I had for it before we move to the next one is. There's l- yeah. very little comedy, right? These are two comedians, two com- comedic actors, and yet very little comedy. Very little, yeah, very little comedy. I mean, a, a little bit because you've got these two guys, and you can't help but laugh at just even some of the ways that Will Ferrell delivers non-comedic lines in a comedic way because he's freaking Will Will Ferrell. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, not so much, not so much comedy, right? Uh, well, all right then. There's your first recommendal. Check that one out. Uh, how about number yeah. two? What do you got here? Number two is a brand new film, and um, I think we're gonna we're gonna uh, have some divided opinions about this one. All right, here we go. Madam President, this comet is what we call a planet killer. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So, how certain is this? There's one hundred percent certainty of impact please don't say a hundred percent can we just call it a potentially significant event yeah yes but it isn't potentially going to happen it is going to happen exactly 99.78 percent to be exact oh great okay so it's not 100 percent. well scientists never like to say 100 percent. call it 70 percent, and let's just let's move on but it's not even close to 70 percent. you cannot go around saying to people that there's a hundred percent chance that they're going to die you know, it's just nuts. And we should get some of our scientists on this, you know, no offense, but you're just two people that walked in here with... Dr. Oglethorpe. Dr. Ogilvy, yeah. I've been head of planetary defense at NASA for 15 years, and Dr. Mindy is a tenured professor of astronomy at Michigan State, mm-hmm. where Ms. Dibiaski is a doctoral candidate. Good. I'm sorry, did you, say, did you say Michigan State? Exactly. They have an excellent astronomy department. Yes. Come on, bro. 
Uh, this is can, that can don't I look say, up, right? I, I so badly want season two of Space Force. Come on, Space Force. <laughs> get, a, get, get, with, get with the return. Yeah, maybe they will. You never know. But yeah. it, So this don't look up thing right. is controversial like from all kinds of angles from what I hear. So how, how I mean, it, clearly it's a satire it of is. like America sucks and, and we're not even going to be smart when it comes to comets. But is it any good? This I think it's very good. It's Adam McKay who did the big short. And he's kind of doing the same thing, where he's taking a very real thing, and and I'll explain why why uh, this comet is a real thing. He's taking a very real thing and then presenting it in a, a satiric way. Um, it's the movie's about a comet, like it's basically Armageddon. But what if Armageddon was real? And how would the, how would America really react? And you'd get people who are comet deniers. You'd get people who are saying that they've got real news that the comet isn't going to do any damage to Earth. And it kind of uh, is a little bit of a satire about, I don't know, something that seems to be happening currently for the last uh, 19, 20 months. Mm. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, obviously no mention of the pandemic because it kind of focuses on on how we react to uh, this comet. Uh, that's Meryl Streepy here as uh, the president. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence are kind of your two main uh, characters in this. Rob Morgan, you're also hearing there is uh, Dr. Oglethorpe, not mm. Dr. Ogilvy. Mm. Jonah Hill is um, the chief of staff, but also the president's son. Um, that oh. sounds kind of familiar. A little, bit of, a little bit of Don Jr. in there, um, is what I sense. Hmm. A little bit of Don Jr. Yeah. Now here's here's why I think there's there's a lot of divisiveness, and I don't think it's purely a right versus left kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's part of it. There's you know it is a very um, sarcastic, not sarcastic. It's a uh, it it kind of points a flashlight at a lot of the flaws that we currently have in society with social media and our fixation on celebrity and how we'll seem to only want to take, or some people only want to take advice from either good looking people or popular people, and maybe not from scientists and, and so things like, like that. So just like Space Force. Like Space Force. A little like it's Space just Force. Like, just like Space Force. Yeah. Um, this thing won the American Film Institute Award for uh, top 10 movies, or it was one of American Film Institute Awards top 10 movies of the year. Uh, Kate Blanchett is almost unrecognizable. Tina at one point said, I thought Kate Blanchett was in this. And, um, and I had to point out, yes, that person right there is Kate Blanchett. Oh, weird. <laughs> and what is she, who she, she's not in the uh, administration or whatever. She's something she plays else. a, uh, she plays a TV, um, a TV show host, like a, uh, like a view, the view kind of host. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Interesting, yeah, but just a two-person kind of host. She she is. Uh, um, it doesn't matter who she plays. She could play a dirty old turd, and she'd still be beautiful. So there's that. That's the truth about her. She is. Yeah, yeah she's, sure. she's amazing. Yeah. But let's. Um, we've seen the the uh, uh, the trailer for her uh, her her I Love Lucy movie. Yeah. She. That's not her. Oh wait, who is it? <laughs> that's Nicole Kidman. That's Nicole oh, right, Kidman. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I get them confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> These, these ultra, it's ultra hard to skinny. tell when Randy's being sarcastic or or genuinely yeah, confused between them. Yeah. yeah, sorry, ultra ultra skinny white women. They, oh, sorry. you know what? You know what? Randy, Randy, props to Randy. I just found a headline that says Nicole Kidman on why and when she replaced Kate Blanchett in the Lucille Ball role. She she was supposed to be in there. <laughs> And then Nicole Kidman oh, took really? it over. Kate Blanchett was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I bet that's where your head was at. Interesting. Anyway. Um, 
the uh, this movie also has the rare distinction of being something that contains both Ariana Grande and Ron Perlman. So um, weird. Enjoy that. Yeah, I'm down with that. Does she have rocket boobs? So anyway, or is that, I highly yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, so she so went. the controversy around it is um, is interesting to me because. Of course it is. Like, of course there's controversy. They're 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 putting up a mirror against some uncomfortable things. And no matter where you land, either politically mm-hmm. or socially, you're 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 gonna have a reaction. I think that's the idea, though. Like, isn't that the whole idea? Is I think so too. Get everybody yeah, worked. I up? think so. Um, you know, people reviewers that I really like, Richard Roper didn't like it, or I think a lot of people are trying to compare it to things like Idiocracy and Doctor Strangelove and oh. some of our classic satires, which does make sense. And it's you know, I haven't I haven't seen Doctor Strangelove in about twenty years, so I kinda need to kinda need to see it again. But um I don't know. If you ask me, uh, this is this. We found this very entertaining. It was very, very good, and it's on par with everything else that Adam McKay has done that that we really like. Well, so, the uh, I'd say check it out. the uh, The scores on Rotten Tomatoes are very strong from audiences and very middling from from uh, uh, critics. From, from critics, from critics, critics are very critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what critics do. That's how they like to, you know, like th- listen to this one. A critic. Listen to this guy. I don't know. Th- I don't think I agree with L.A. Weekly because he would normally normally people would say the opposite. He says, remember when McKay was making movies like Step Brothers? Now he's making movies like Vice and Don't Look Up. Glib, unfunny infomercials that are closer to TED Talks than Talladega Nights. Is he really arguing for more movies like Talladega Nights? Which, by the way, yeah. I enjoy. Right. I enjoy exactly. a good Talladega Nights kind of movie. But I mean, is that what you're saying? Is you want him to go back to like dumb, brainless comedies? Like, I well, don't, that's a, we don't a need huge... another Step Brothers. We don't need another Talladega no. Nights. No. Uh, oh, no. no, I disagree with that because there's a huge subject here. A lot of filmophiles are talking about lately the death of the straight comedy, that comedies peaked in the past and they just aren't putting out as many anymore. And I think we should reopen, reconvene on that subject on Film Sack because it's a very, very interesting subject. How mm. we've just stopped, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we don't, no one's making stepbrothers anymore for some reason, but yeah, yeah I think you're right. Right. Uh, now here's the big question before I do By mine. Do you want, do you, do you want to go while Randy and I f- finish these up? How do you want to do this? Do you need, do you need to pull out? Um, yeah, actually. Oh, geez. Oh, interesting <laughs> putting that. Does that work? Is that, uh, yeah, it's totally fine. I can, right? I can, and then we, you and Randy can even do, do even do show titles. Yeah. We'll, we'll come up with, we'll come works. up with a solution here. I just want to make sure you're not, I don't want to screw you out of your timeline here. So, uh, if you need Absolutely. to, bail. and I, and, uh, I'm not going to spoil your movie, Scott, but I'm going to say that everything you say about that movie, I second because I enjoyed the hell out of that. So. Yeah. It's real good <laughs> without, oh. without revealing what your movie is. All right, and you're not gonna and you're not gonna get any argument from me, so it's just gonna be me and Scott agreeing on your behalf. Yeah, yeah, we'll all Love agree. We'll all agree in your stead. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Brian Nibbit, everybody, safe drive out to there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, there goes Brian, busy man around town. All right, Randy, I'm gonna play you my clip here. You know what this is because I think we all three saw it. But uh, I watched yep. this with my wife the other night. Here it is. Guess this is it. What's it, Phil? What's it? All right, Pat, so I'll tell you what it is. 25 years since our first run together. 1900 and nothing. That's a long time. Not too damn long. (laughs) 
know what we should do? What's that? Go camping again in the mountains and shoot ourselves some fresh elk liver. Cook it right there on the coals, like Bronco Henry taught us. You got a sore gut? No. You act like it pains you to hit two words together. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, it's a great scene, I thought. Um, this movie is called The Power of the Dog and is directed by Jane Campion. You know her from The Piano back in the day where you got to see Harvey Keitel's penis. Uh, that's but do you that like do you know her because she is one of the most enigmatic filmmakers of our lifetime oh yeah she like, like she she swings in does a thing makes a huge buzz and a bunch of stuff and then disappears for a bunch of time and then comes back and does it again and and, yeah. and it's it's so amazing to me that I, I if you had asked me one week ago about jane campion i would have scratched my head and said oh i've seen a couple of her movies yeah. isn't she dead i really would have said that <laughs> Like I, I really would have said, isn't she dead? Because it just, you don't hear from her for so long. Yeah. She's, uh, turns out alive and well, she decided to, uh, adapt a very old book, 1964. I think this book came out called the power of the dog and, uh, make it into a film. Uh, who knows what inspired her to do it or any of that. I haven't really looked into it, but I do know that it's one of the best things I've seen this year. And maybe the best thing I've seen this year in terms of performances and just sort of raw acting cinematography is off the charts. If this thing doesn't win yeah. that category, then we're all doing that wrong somehow. Yeah. I've never seen it makes me want to move to Montana, quite simply. I just freaking could not believe what I was seeing visually. Well, all, in this game, all these in this movies movie. always do. And I, I don't think it was shot in Montana. I think it was shot in like Alberta or something. But mm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm not I didn't actually look it up, but I just. I just can't get over how good it looks. And you're so, so right. Like, we're, here we are, the last recommendals of 2021, and we're coming in with the heat on the end of this year. Like, the, one of the best movies, I, you, you know, you and I both love Westerns, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm just so, I'm so totally with you here. There, everything about this is perfect Western. Um, what, was the, what was the movie that Seal's brother made a few months ago? Oh, uh, um, uh, um, the, 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 the Fast and the, the Shooterist. <laughs> I, I forgot the name of it. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. But like that was, that was, I remember talking to you about how that was a nouveau Western, right? Yeah. It was, you take, you take all of your Western setting and you twist it, you add a bunch of like fast action mm -hmm. and, you know, and you have people talking to each other uh, uh, in ways that they probably never would have back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. This, this is serious setting. Like they are, they are, it is, it's a period piece. As well oh as yeah, for sure. By the way, so I looked it up. It's all shot in New Zealand, which is where she's from. Uh, yeah. So that makes okay. sense because that is some sweeping business and it is freaking gorgeous. Now I will warn people, this isn't the kind of Western that is a lot of like, I'm going to go down there and show them cattle wrestlers. What for? It isn't that kind of movie. This movie is actually set late in the year era. We might, might call the old West 1925 is the era or is the, is the year. So you're in the, like the middle of flappers and, you know, sort of big cities are taken off and cars exist and, and that sort of thing. They're all model T's, but you know, they exist. Uh, and it's kind of the, the, the last dregs of that era, which adds to, I think to the drama and some of the, the tone around the thing. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, the thing I would compare it to in terms of tone. So if you know, kind of, so people know what they're getting into is I would say this is a lot closer to the assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford level of Western. 
Um, good, good comparison. Yeah, very, very cerebral. Not your, not not your typical shooting, tooting, western rooting kind of kind of movie. Um, and it's the story's complex and and weird, and it's 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 um it's all about these relationships and you think it's going to be kind of going one way and it kind of takes weird turns in, in ways. Uh, the, I should mention the cast and stuff. Uh, the movie features the inevitable Academy Award nomination and possible win of <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. He's amazing in this, just simply yeah. incredible in this. And you know, it's funny to just, I just saw Spider-Man. I'm like, Oh, there's, there's old Adam or Dr. Strange again. And, and uh, boy, here here he is as the voice of the Grinch cartoon we watched the other day, and you know you just kind of think of him as everywhere. But this is like like top shelf class A acting by Cumberbatch, and he's, and he's wearing that hat. And yeah. that hat, I don't know the name of that hat, but it covers <laughs> it covers your entire forehead. It covers all the way over your eyebrows, yeah. and so you only see his eyes. And the man has the most beautiful eyes. Uh, yeah. No, he's <laughs> he is like he is a number of things, but one of them is for sure a striking presence. The other is uh, a man who can fake every accent and make you forget he's English. Yeah, um, yeah, he's extremely good at that. Uh, I don't want to not mention the fact that in this movie also you get uh, some people call him Fat Damon. I don't think that's fair, but it's Jesse Plemons um, and Kirsten Dunst, who are an actual real life couple. Uh, They met in the production of season two of Fargo, where they were also excellent. And here they are working together again. Um, Very different roles. But Kirsten Dunst plays Rose Gordon. Jesse Plemons plays George Burbank, who owns the ranch that this is all centered around. And then she's got a son from her previous marriage, uh, Peter Gordon, played by Cody Smith McPhee, that weird looking dude, um, <laughs> weird looking dude. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he's amazing in this and haunting and strange. And uh, I don't want to say too much else because story wise, it's just a it's it's a it's an oddball thing and it and it's and it addresses issues that in 25 1925 would have been so freaking um untouchable like you just wouldn't have talked about some of the issues that are brought up here and a lot of it's right. left to your you don't really know imagination like i don't really know what went on between cumberbatch's character uh, phil burbank and uh, his mentor when they were when they were first you know when they were kids and growing up and first getting into cowboy work uh, we don't know we have an idea and a lot of it's kind of we don't you know like it's it goes places is what I'm saying and you, and it doesn't do it in a way that is ever like explicit or anything but it's so evocative and so and the music just is this in this crazy like crawl up your spine mm-hmm. intensity even though the thing that might be happening on scene is not intense the music makes it feel like something real bad's about to happen and sometimes something bad does happen sometimes it doesn't well and and in other in a worse movie that's a cheat and you'd get tired of it and you'd get mad at the movie right in, a, in you know in a movie where there weren't good stakes established or there wasn't really good acting so you weren't really invested in the characters yeah that thing where they build tension for no reason yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, with, or with no great payoff, right. that would drive you crazy. And yeah. I can't think of a good example right now. Yeah. But the, in this one, no, it's, it's the, the tension building due to the sound and, the, and sometimes the silence 
is really well used. Yeah. And and I just and I just want to say one thing about uh, Kirsten Dunst because uh, th- this is a movie that lives and dies on people. Uh, doing good performances, yeah. and you might you might see Kirsten Dunst in the cast list and go, oh, uh, you know, I I have thoughts like you know, you know like you might you might have uh, memories of something. This is an actor who burst onto the scene at 12 years old in 1994, and very quickly in the next 10 years became a love her or hate her kind of actor. Yeah, and yeah. you need to know that over the last 20 years. She has become a rock solid performance. No, she's amazing. Like she, she's amazing. Yeah. And, and then in, and, in and this so in particular, like, she's like just a level of emotion. I, I don't give it anything away here, but the the we need to hear you play the piano scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She sold that to me in a way I just didn't expect her to embody what that would feel like so well. Like yeah. she blew my yeah. mind. She was really, really good in this. And the thing is like, if you saw her and her, her I guess they're now married her and Plemons in uh season two of Fargo, you went, Oh, look at these two. Look at her. Wow. She's not just Mary Jane anymore from Spider-Man. Right. She's something else. And, and uh, this carries through here and it's so cool to see those two working together. Anyway, I think it deserves it's 95%. Um, approval on uh freaking rotten tomatoes it's uh currently on netflix that's it's a netflix original so it'll always be there and do not be surprised to see this thing smeared all over the oscars i am gonna say though all with all the praise i'm giving it and kim and i absolutely loved it this is not going to be for everyone there are going to be some people who find the kind of tension in this and the this this sort of discord that just surrounds all of it they're not going to like this. They're going to find this. Right. That's why I mentioned the Coward Robert Ford movie. If you saw yeah. that and liked it, you're going to like this. If you saw that and hated it, you're probably going to want to not see this one because it's very yeah. similar. And if, if, if we were just talking privately, I'd like to talk to you about the portrayal of meanness and cruelty. Yeah. And, and what that what that comes out as in some Westerns. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like if you it's very different here, right? Because in some Westerns, yeah. it's like, oh, I'll show you the backhand of my pistol and as an yeah. act of cruelty. In this movie, a, a, a side-eyed look across a room is an act of cruelty. Like, it's just a... Right. It's an odd it, thing. It's a very odd movie and go really goes places I didn't expect it to. I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we'll be seeing a, a bit more here, finding out a bit more about this come uh, the Oscars. I oh, really yeah. do. Guaranteed. All right, uh, let's play. So that's on Netflix. Again, the movie okay. is uh, Power of the Dog. And by the way, there is an actual dog in the movie and also a thing that's shaped like a dog, but really there's no other dogs. I just want to put yes, that out it there. Is not, this is not about a superhero with four legs. No, there's no dog. The dog center, <laughs> There's no dog central story, okay? We're just putting that out there. All right, Randy, I'm going to play your clip. Any setup here for this thing? Uh, I just want to say I this is one of the most talked about things on this show, on the morning stream yeah. this year, uh, it is one of the most talked about things for a while. Yeah. So no one should be surprised at this. You should be surprised that none of us have brought it up as a recommendal yet. <laughs> but there's a reason for that. It yeah. just it just finally went to streaming that you don't have to necessarily pay extra money for. Right. And uh, I also want to talk a little bit about uh, about actors who are comedians turning themselves into comic actors or straight actors because this movie, it has one of the best examples of that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And again, 
we've talked about it a lot lately, so no surprises. You just you hit it, hit it, and stop when you're ready to keep, keep talking. All right, here we go. I should also probably mention that my name's not technically Sean. What? What is it? It's Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang. 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 S-H-A-N-G. Shang. Shang? Yeah. You change your name from Shang to Sean? Yeah, I don't... I wonder, yeah. how, I wonder how your father found okay, you. I was 15 years old, all right? What is what is your name change logic? You going into hiding okay. and your name is Michael? You go on and change it to Michael. That's that's not what happened. It's, you, it's like, hi, my name's Gina. I'm going to go into hiding. My new name's Gina. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, you can hear me. <laughs> that's a good scene. Oh, that's you, a good scene. I, I'm telling you, watch this again. Go get on. It is on Apple TV, and you should go. Uh, no, sorry, Disney. Disney Plus. Disney, Disney Plus. And yeah. you should go watch it again. It was so good, Scott. Yeah, I loved it. We watched it as well. Thought thought Shang Chi was uh, a huge, not a surprise, just like a nice. I don't know how to look at it. This it's obviously MCU, and it's got a lot of the MCU trappings and all of that other stuff, but. Uh, what really sold it for me was the Tony Luong. How do you say his name? T- Tony Luong, I think he's Tony Leung? Leung. Leung. The guy, dude, huh? dude's been around Hong Kong cinema for decades. Yeah. Uh, just recognizable as hell. So from one of my favorite John Woo films, uh, which whose name I cannot think of. Hard Boiled before that was another one and he was in that. Or maybe it was Hard Boiled. Well, anyway, he's amazing. He blew my mind as the, yeah. I guess, villain, but kind of like a sympathetic villain in a weird way. Like, there's so much about him that I'd loved in this, but the whole thing was great. It's one of my favorite yeah. MCU movies and I didn't expect to, to like it. I have to admit though, and you're going to argue with me on this. Okay. Aquafina drove me kind of crazy in this. Okay. And that's what I'm here to talk about because yeah. for a lot of people, that is their out. They, they like start watching a trailer and they see her and hear her and go, nah, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. And, and kind of like you might think of, Kirsten Dunst is a young person who hasn't taken enough acting lessons yet, but believe me, they've matured. Aquafina is following a path in Hollywood that I think you need to get on board with. She is she is has gone from being a regular comedian yeah. with a particular voice, right? Every comedian has to find their voice yeah. in order to become great, right? And she's, you know, she hosted Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago. Sure. And it, it felt like you know, she's she's really got it as a comedian, but she has to act in this movie. She has to be the both the straight man and the uh, the trope of the developing hero. Right. Yeah. And and it's it, you, all, you I, I spent a lot of this movie uh, the first time wondering, is she going to pull this off? Like, I don't know if I trust this. And like I say, a lot of people I've read, I just go on Twitter and search S-H-A-N-G and Aquafina, and you'll find people going, nope, I am not even going to watch it. I'm not even going to watch it. Yeah. Like, wow, because um, I'm not saying she carries the film. She doesn't have to carry the film. The uh, The main characters all carry the film, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but But she's funny when she needs to be funny. And when it comes time for her to have tears in her eyes and throw her arms around Shang-Chi, she is right for it. And I just love that about this movie. Yeah, I, I thought I thought her rise from goofball best friend to ec, uh, expert archer was a little too quick, maybe. 
Uh, however, however, by the end, I'm kind of with you by the end. I think she was, I think she was fine. Uh, I, I don't know, like after I finished the movie, I went, well, you know what, no matter what the movie, the way it was structured, he kind of didn't need a stand in for us, like someone to go along with her or with him. And then I, and so I started to think, well, who should that have been then? If it's not Aquafina, then who is it? And I really didn't, I didn't have a good answer. (laughs) She's fine. If you merely want to talk about this movie on on racial lines, right? Like the whole movie is basically Asian actors with one piece of stunt casting. You're talking about Ben Kingsley and Ben Kingsley could have been anyone. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) that's true. Well, he he had to have been him because he had to be that Trevor guy from Iron Man 3 and you know, sure, that, that was I'm their, saying, yeah, I, I give it to you. I'm saying I give it like, in the generic role of the white old man comic relief, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, no, that's a, that's a fair point. Anyone could have played that. You're, you're right. Uh, and, th- and that's been true of a lot of MCU stuff. Like, you know, I'm always surprised by how they cast in those movies because um, sometimes they, it's overcast, for lack of a better term. And you're like, whoa, yeah. I can't believe they got so-and-so to be this thing. Um, but yeah, it's a great romp. I thought this, uh, in particular, the effects were really great. Uh, I didn't expect to be impressed by that so much because, like, you know, I watched Spider-Man the other day and I liked it a lot, the new Spider-Man, but I thought some of the effects were kind of garbage. Um, and it's it's just because I've been so blown away by other things. And in particular, I thought Shang-Chi had some amazing effects and fight scenes and the stuff toward the end with the dragons and stuff was was really awesome. But but yeah, we loved it. We had a really good time with it. Um, I just, her voice just eats my soul. I don't know what it is. It's not, I have nothing against her personally. Uh, I just find her tone and she uses it in almost everything she's in uh, to just take me out a little bit. And that's, it might be just a me thing. You know, I don't, I don't know, but it's something with the way she talks that drives me nuts. Uh, but I think Simu Lu is amazing in this uh, role as uh, Shang-Chi it's he, very he cool. He is, and to think, to think, we found this guy on a Canadian sitcom, right? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. He, like seriously, what what did he really do to get you know noticed? Yeah, he uh, was in that. Than, he's been all. He's been like a lot of little smaller parts in all kinds of Vancouver productions. Yeah, <laughs> like, I watched. He was in an episode of uh, The Expanse uh, for a hot second. He was a soldier in some episode. I can't remember what happened there. He was, of course, like you mentioned in. Uh, uh, the Mr. Kim thing what was it called? Can't take yeah, no. uh, Kim's convenience. Kim's convenience. Uh, yeah. Where, where I mean, how? What if? What if no one takes you seriously? Because as an actor, your biggest part was a, a, a son of a convenience store owner who is known for poking people in the bum with your thumbs. Like, <laughs> what if that's your? <laughs> yeah. What if that's you your know? whole career up to that point? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's super buff yeah. too, which I think probably helped. They probably saw him and went, "Oh my gosh, that guy's ripped. We need to make him." Yeah. Apparently, Shang-Chi. if you're from Vancouver, Ryan Reynolds, you have to have awesome arms. Oh, that's <laughs> that's the other thing I noticed about MCU lately. This movie included. Um, and I said it on Twitter yesterday to some controversy, but I, I still stick by it. I think Benedict Wong, the actor Benedict Wong, who plays Wong in the MCU. Yes. Uh, he is the John Ratzenberger of the MCU. And I don't mean that as a derogatory term. Uh, if you watch any Pixar movie, you're guaranteed to have John Ratzenberger voice something in it. Some yep. some character, some group of characters, something will be voiced by Ratzenberger uh, who played Cliff Clavin on Cheers, for those who don't know who that is. That's just a guaranteed with Pixar movies. It's their fun Easter egg they put in every one of those. After seeing 
the last, I don't know, it feels like 12 MCU yeah. movies. Yeah. It's no longer Clark Gregg. He's out. He's not He's not the guy anymore. It's now Benedict Wong. He yeah. will be in your ben- movie. He'll just be Benedict in it. Wong. Benedict Wong must live near the Disney Studios in Burbank. Yeah, and it's like who, we we need we need someone we can just call on on random filming days. <laughs> <laughs> to, like yeah. that's that's got to be. It's just it's just crazy. Of he course, makes himself very available, I guess. So that's the, cool, the character fits right because he is the archivist. He is the librarian yeah. of he's the maybe, MCU. So yeah, he's maybe it, even more it, now, but I don't want to give anything away. But yeah, he's yeah a, yeah yeah. But he's a big but deal. like. But if this if this movie had had Doctor Strange come through the portal, right? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have blinked. That would have been totally expected. Yeah, right? it, it would have been fine. But since it's Wong, it's like, oh, hey, what's up with you? And I, and and the funny thing about it is, I also just think he's an amazing actor on his in his own right and deserves every minute of screen time he, time he gets. I love that guy and everything. I loved him in Sunshine. I loved him in um, uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, Oh, my brain. The Martian. He was amazing in The Martian. Uh, it was the Chinese rep that uh, was always on camera in there. He's like, he's an amazing yeah. actor. He's so good. And yeah. uh, the fact that he's this guy now for the MCU is my favorite thing in the world. So anyway, well, that's a small we, thing. We don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly when this movie takes place. We know it takes place after the end of Infinity War. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it may as well, you may as well put it in its in its chronological place, right? Like it may as well be taking place right now. I think so it, I like, think it's post blink or blip. I think right after the end of infinity war, yeah, right? or after the end of end game. Yeah. I think cause it's post oh, game. Yeah. 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 So it's post everyone's back. Uh, okay. Right. Time. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but the, the, the thing is it doesn't need it. Like the movie could have uh, put a lot of weight on like you seeing Spider-Man on the TV or something. And it didn't. the The movie tries to stand alone, and it uh, even with Benedict Wong coming and going, I think it does a really, really good job. Yeah. Uh, in that in that regard, and and the thing is, I kind of want that cheese, right? I mm-hmm. kind of want. Remember when we talked about the Army of the Dead prequel? I kind of liked that it keep, keeps referring to Army of the act the activities going on in Army of the Dead. Yeah, I also like. But that. this one. This is such a good movie. It doesn't need that, right? Yeah, yeah. In, instead, this movie leans really heavily on uh, actors delivering their lines. Michelle uh, Yeoh or Ye- Yo. Yeo, Michelle sorry, Yeo. Michelle Yeo. Yeah, she is. She has a lot of really crucial lines, and she's amazing. She's great. Uh, as as you were saying earlier, uh, Tony Leung is. He has a lot of crucial lines, and it's hard to describe his character. I uh, yeah, to me really to me to but, me he stole the movie in a lot of ways. Like he is um, he he there was so much gravity to his arc. I didn't expect that at all. Like I didn't expect to get that invested in who he was uh, and what he you know what he was doing and what his motivations were. That stuff that stuff really worked for me. And I also just think it's about time that guy got some damn American yeah. screen time. Like he's just so and, cool. And, and at the risk of this becoming a mini film sack, I just want to—I I just want to pivot a little tiny bit here, back to the fact that this was a highly watched, highly discussed movie. Because 
I almost didn't put it into recommendals because I feel like everyone's seen it already, but apparently they haven't. Yeah. And you need to see it. Yeah. It's it's worth watching. That's the whole point here. It's the end of the year. This year was tremendous for streaming, Scott. Yeah, like for for all of the the last twenty two months have sucked in so <laughs> many ways. And yeah. and but somehow twenty twenty one was the year of Ted Lasso and Midnight Mass. Yeah. And Dr. Death and Mayor of Easttown and Only Murders in the Building and Reservation Dogs and Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm. and The White Lotus. You want me to keep going? I mean, I you, could, going. you could. You could because it's forever. Uh, it's, the it's, list is forever. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and so like the whole point of what, like, what we're talking about here is trying to help people with the, their vetting. <laughs> right you only have so many hours of the day and and you kind of count on people who watch a lot of stuff to vet it for you right mm -hmm. yeah and and masters of the universe revelation was amazing and you should watch that mm. <laughs> you know I still haven't seen that uh, but yeah like that's the other thing I, is you know there's arc uh, there's uh arcane and a million there's it's a it's an unbelievable yeah. uh embarrassment of riches in 2021 and and 2021 was the year of Squid Game, which whether or not you think it's a 10 out of 10, yeah. Squid Game was the most streamed TV series of all time. Yeah. And and Netflix came out just a couple days ago and said that they're assigning that one show nine hundred million dollars in earned value. Yeah. Now, that's a that's a purely imaginary number. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. we should be laughing at them for even putting that out there yeah but no, for you've sure. got to salute you've got to salute them for their audacity right yeah. they, they 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 found something that no one really would have signed up to watch right yeah, yeah and, for they, sure. and they made it into the most streamed series of all yeah time. it's crazy that's crazy awesome. that any of that even happened uh one last thing i'd say about shang chi is that um uh what was it i had a thing to say and i forgot what it was <laughs> dang it i had a it was good and i forgot what it was and i hate that i forgot and so now i've forgotten it uh, i guess i don't know what i was gonna say it was good though whatever it was really important stuff you'll have to check in later when my brain this, resets itself this, it fits I'll, I'll tell you what my final conclusion is and that is 2021 had a lot of mcu yeah. it had wandavision and it had hawkeye and it had chang chi and they all work. They yeah, work. They had good. A, a Black Widow. They yeah. all work. They're all good, and it fits. They're not a bunch of discordant stuff. They yeah. they fit. They all fit and really was, well, and they all fit together weirdly. So that's the other yes, amazing thing. Exactly. Yeah. New Spider Man movie fits perfectly with this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd love. I ended up loving that. Uh, all right. Well, there's your recommendals for today. Now, Randy, every each and every day when he does these, I guess every Wednesday, uh, compiles these, puts these up on Twitter. And we're also going to start putting them on a site that'll like show people what we talked about. So it'll be easier to <laughs> but see. But first, we're going to spend a couple more months talking about doing that. Yeah, we'll still talk about we'll talk about doing it some more and then we'll do it uh, is my thinking. <laughs> but for now, you want to follow him at Randy Deluxe on Twitter. He'll post those up. We'll retweet them on our account and all will be well. Uh, and that's really going to do it for today's show. By the way, I don't know if people know this. A lot of you do because you support us there, but patreon.com slash TMS needs you to hop over there and support us. Those that do, thank you. Those that haven't yet, eh, you know, consider it. Get over there and uh, throw us a couple of bucks a month. It's no big deal. We're way underpriced. Uh, we, it's so stupid the way we set this up. So take advantage of our stupidity and join us at patreon.com slash TMS. Quick programming note, tomorrow will be a normal show. Uh, just all your usual Thursday business. Although Wendy may be snowed in her own self in uh, Minnesota. She's in a, uh, a cabin she was at for a holiday. She was supposed to be back, 
but that got snowed in, so she's stuck. Randy's stuck in, in uh, Canada. Everybody's stuck somewhere, so uh, enjoy being stuck, I suppose. Uh, it's better than having your flight canceled. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a show, though, however, no matter what happens. Uh, we'll have our new book series, or book segment, rather, with Amy, so she'll be here. Uh, the morning stream at gmail.com is our email address. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our uh, regular website. And also, if you're looking for some hot new business happening uh, over the weekend, uh, make sure you check out FilmSack. We're going to be doing the Matrix sequel, which should be fun. Right, Randy? We're stoked about that. We are. I, um, I'm i going to hold it all for, for this weekend. We're going to record Sunday morning. I'm, I don't want to say anything more about this movie right now. Yeah. It's please uh, watch it and then uh, listen to film sack. Yeah, it should be very good. Um, also, I don't know what today's song name is. All I know is that Brian put an <laughs> Brian put a file in the folder called 01 name1.m4a. That's the song. What if that's the name. What if it's the song is is name by the band one it could be named by the band one <laughs> so my plan is i'm just gonna play it and hope for the best because i don't know what the sh- shit this is but uh zero one name one is gonna be played today uh for today's outro song uh and i think that's gonna do it for us uh randy thanks for sticking around toward the end here appreciate it yeah yep he's gonna help me have pick titles day. as well so it should yeah, be fun. i am have a have a good day everyone yeah have a great day uh and a happy new year for some of you who won't uh, be here tomorrow but uh oh and we're still doing a show on new year's eve 1 30 p.m uh we are part of the annual uh streamathon that ritual misery does uh we're gonna get some damn charity done for some kids and have a tms episode so that'll be happening live 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time uh, on that afternoon, which is, again, Friday, right? Friday. Friday? Yes. Friday. Yes. Friday is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Uh, all right. That's going to do it. I'm going to play this song. That'll do it for the show. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you really enjoy song one. Uh, I know I do. It's a hell of a <laughs> hell of a track. And uh, <laughs> we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Everybody within the sound of our voice, be good. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, I don't know what that was.